Hi, I'm Jack Cruz Alvarez, and this is Quadcast, a weekly series that highlights different RSOs on campus and investigates their contributions to U Chicago's culture. This week, I sat down with Addison Jeske and Rosalie Stoner, two students who are both active in Calvert House. Calvert House is the Catholic center on campus that provides services and events for students looking to learn more about or pursue the Catholic faith. This week, I spoke with them about their involvement in the church, how they deal with issues in the Catholic church, and how their faith plays a role in their college experience. So first of all, thank you guys both for being here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you guys a lot. Uh, so first, to get started, uh, can you both just uh, say your name and like, if you have a position at Calvert House, like say that. Uh, hi, my name is Addison. Uh, I'm a fourth year at the University of Chicago. I'm the president of the Catholic Students Association, and I'm a peer minister at Calvert House. I'm Rosalie. I'm a fourth year PhD student in classics, and I am a community member at Calvert House and the liaison for the Adoration Chapel. If you guys could just briefly describe, um, what is Calvert House? Uh, Calvert House is the Catholic center on campus. Um, it's a place for people uh, who are Catholic and people who are not Catholic, if they're interested um, in the church or the faith to come for the sacraments, for fellowship and community, and for if they have any questions. Yeah, I would re-echo Addison and say Calvert House is a place for people to connect with Christ through prayer and the sacraments and to connect with each other and building community and um, fellowship with each other and also to serve the wider community. How involved in the church were both of you like before coming to college? I was fairly involved. My family is Catholic and I went to Catholic uh, middle school, high school, mm-hmm. Kindergarten, K to twelve, and so in like throughout middle and high school, I had altar served and I had done confirmation through my parish and was pretty involved with my parish. Um, and faith was a big part of my life. I wanted to keep that going when I was coming to college, uh, knowing that I wasn't going to cut to a Catholic school. Um, so I was really glad and, and happy that Calvert House is here and something that exists. So I have like a Catholic community um, on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like Addison, I was I was raised Catholic, and um, along with my family, I was pretty involved in our parish, and in I also went to a um, to a non Catholic undergrad, and I realized, especially there, that sort of keeping and growing one's life of faith is you have to take personal initiative, and you have to be the one to choose if you want to pursue this. Yeah, I, I would say that Calvert House has been a continuation of a journey that I've been um, that I've been on with God since I was a child. Was there something difficult or challenging about leaving the church community you had grown up with? Is it something you notice other students struggle with, like it, like just being separated from the church you grew up with and like, like being like on your own? Is that something difficult that people struggle with? I think so. Um, I think for many people, there can be this wave of inertia, sort of, well, my parents always get me in the car on Sundays to go to Mass, or my parents always wanted me to volunteer, or my parents wanted me to do this and that. And then when you're in college, the choice is yours all day, all seven days. I mean, you have to go to class and things like that, but it can be hard for people to realize that this is a choice they have to take ownership of. It's, it's a decision that they have to make. And so I think that college can be a really empowering time for your faith in the sense that you really assume the responsibility or the, and you get to um, kind of exercise the desire that you have to, you know, live your life with God. But it's not something that just happens automatically or by default. I completely agree. And I, I guess I would just add that this isn't only for people who are 
Catholic already mm-hmm. coming into college. I was Catholic before coming into college, but I know a good amount of people at Calvert yeah. House who, who weren't Catholic and have become Catholic during college. I think that's that's a choice that you can make. You can choose if you want to become Catholic. You can also choose if you like want to disengage with your faith, and mm-hmm. lots of people do both of those and things. I would even add there are plenty of people um, at Calvert House also who are not Catholic but still find it's a place where they can come and engage with faith or with people of faith and, and still be part of the community yeah so like what is that value of like of engaging with the group of people of with your faith like what do you guys get out of that I don't know why do you guys feel like that's important for me having a community of people who are Catholic and have that shared part of our lives is an important reminder for me um, because as a Catholic, my faith should be my the most important part of my life. And I, I don't always prioritize faith. And Calvert House is an excellent reminder for me, both as a place and the people in the place, um, the friends in the place, the community in the place. Um, the being Catholic is important. Being Catholic matters. God matters. And is central in my life. Calvert House is not the only community that I like mm-hmm. have connections with and friends with on campus, but that's why I, I think that's why it's so crucial, at least for me personally. Yeah, I would agree with Addison and say that Calvert House like is a place where I can really feed my relationship with Jesus Christ, but also in the context of the church, which Catholics believe is the body of Christ. So like you can't be a Catholic sort of solo um, it's definitely involved, or it's it's all tied up with, with other people. And it's a really wonderful thing to have a place where you can go to sort of refocus yourself and remember, why am I on earth? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And sometimes at UChicago in particular, it's easy to get really caught up in academics or in competition with your peers or in worrying about the job market or trying to achieve. And Calvert House is a place where other people are also trying to grow in virtues that might not seem really popular in our culture, like humility or thinking of others and putting others before before myself. And so it's really wonderful to have other people who are engaged in the same struggle. And there's like a joy there. There's like a joy and it's a place where I've been able to find a lot of joy and peace. You guys also kind of organize a lot of things and events. I'm like, especially this past week, I, there was the mass with uh, the Cardinal. And I wanted to like, what, did you guys go to that? And like, what was that like for you guys? Sure. Um, I was there. And it was a really wonderful experience. It was definitely one of my like top three moments at Calvert, <laughs> at Calvert um, here at U Chicago. We had a pretty full, um, a pretty full church for the mass, and the cardinal, sort of the thrust of his message in the in the sermon was that instead of regarding the world as sort of our dinner table where we can go to satisfy and fulfill ourselves, we need to imitate Christ who instead of turning stones into bread to feed himself, turned himself into food to give to others. So the Cardinal's message was really that we have to like unite ourselves to Christ in order to, um, to be able to offer the gift of ourselves to, to one another. And then we were really, really privileged to have the Cardinal stay with us in Calvert House um, with some of the student leaders for about an hour afterwards. Um, he was incredibly generous with his time, and he allowed everyone who wanted to to ask him whatever questions they wanted. Mm-hmm. So some of us got to ask two or even three questions. He was very, very, um, very generous. And it was a wonderful moment of connection with a, with a leader 
not only in our local church, but but with a cardinal who is very close to Pope Francis and um, plays an important role in the the government of the Universal Church. So it was wonderful that he wanted to spend time with us, just hearing what's on our minds and, and sharing his perspectives on a variety of issues. Yeah, I mean, speaking a little bit of like of the leadership in the Catholic Church, there's been like the news about mm-hmm. the, what's been recently in the news hasn't been like the most positive things is like. And talking about, like, the sex abuse scandals with priests. Right. Is that something that you guys talk about, like, within your groups and how help students deal with? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, you can go ahead. It's, it's certainly not something that's avoided. Yeah. Right. Um, and nor should it be. Um, I know, I know for, for me personally, um, I think this is definitely something that's in conversation. People talk about it people have different opinions on it um and people struggle with it i struggle with it yeah i would say at calvert house we've been really blessed to have very strong leadership on confronting these issues both from father andrew our chaplain who as soon as the news began to come out wrote a letter to all the community members emphasizing that the safety of of children and young people and and indeed of everyone is a top priority for us and that we stand with with the victims of of these uh, really terrible abuses and and crimes and um, we all want to be united and working together for for people's healing Um, we've also had very strong leadership on an archdiocesan level from cardinal supich who's been one of the um he gave a speech just this past week at a vatican summit about this issue and so i would say well it's a very um it's it's a very terrible thing it's a it's a great scandal um and it's a cause of sadness for all of us but everyone that i know especially here at calvert house is very committed to making the necessary changes and and really supporting survivors with our prayer and with effective action but did it kind of like change the dynamic of the groups and like of like of the group of students that you guys are talking like how big of an impact have you seen of it like have on your community i mean i can speak for myself but you know Mm -hmm. i would say that we have more of a sense of urgency in realizing like the need to pray for priests and also to support them and also to support our fellow community members to really be sensitive and catch up with the best practices in the protection of other people that that our society is is coming towards you know and just really realizing we need to be on board in this effort but that that's what i would say would be my personal my personal takeaway from these these really sad times the mission of organizations and mm-hmm. people at calvert house that doesn't change like right. the mission no matter what is and it, it was the same before, mm-hmm. it's the same after, like, to mm-hmm. love and serve God and, and neighbors. Right. It's very clear that the scandal of, of priests abusing children, that does not fit into that. It didn't right. fit into that at any right. point. It has at no point fit right. into that. And it's something that, at least for me, has been something that I'm aware of. Like, this is not something that's new as an idea to me. It's something mm-hmm. that remains as scandalous and is awful and right. is horrible to me the first time I've heard it to the last time I've heard it. But I know that I personally am not going to be able to change the policy right. of the church, change how other people act. I can only change how I act. I can only like talk with other people right. in, our cir- in the circles around me. My focus has been on, yes, mm-hmm. 100% prayers for victims, prayers for survivors, prayers for 
prayers prayers for the church mm-hmm. in general to mm-hmm. guess to be able to navigate this to, yes. this crisis and continue to fulfill its its true mission as you right. were saying and just a, as a reminder of like how horribly you can go astray mm-hmm. from like not just the mission of the church but yeah. like something that nobody can right. nobody thinks is a good thing right. and just focus on living life with the with the church and with, with what I believe in. Yeah. So you guys mentioned earlier also about like you guys know some people that have um that have joined the Catholic Church like like mm-hmm. during college and especially yeah. like through this kind of organization. Mm-hmm. How often do you see that type of thing and why do you think students choose to do that? I think it happens just about every year. It, um, it does. There's right. a, there's a so RCIA is the program in the Catholic Church for Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um so if you're interested in joining the Catholic Church RCA at Calvin House. Um, it's every, great. <laughs> yeah, every year that happens, and every year people are confirmed. And I personally know people who have been confirmed, I think, each of the past three or four years. I'm not them, so I, I don't know their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that college is a time of change for a lot of people. I mentioned earlier, it's a time where you get to choose what you do with your time, what's important to you. It was for my dad when he was in college, and so he talked like he talked to me constantly about college as a time where like I where faith became became an important part of my life, and it was for him it was because of friends who come to church, welcome to church, and he did. He he went to mass. Um, he got involved with the the Catholic Church at Washington State University. He became Catholic. That's something that remained cognizant for him for his entire life up until now was a critical part of his formation as a as a person and who he is today. And I would guess that it's a similar thing for a lot of the people who decide to become Catholic, as well as for the people who are already Catholic and remain Catholic, honestly, for everyone else on campus, too. Yeah, I would say um, from the various people that I've known or talked to, there can be sort of a variety of reasons. Sometimes multiple multiple sort of factors go into that into that decision, but the, the main ones I've heard are, like Addison said, often the witness of other people, the joy or the support and the strength that a Catholic or another Christian can communicate through a friendship can be a big draw for people to um, to come closer to Christ. Sometimes people are already on a journey of faith, and when, when God calls, they, they answer, so to speak. Sometimes, uh, especially for many people that I've known at, at UChicago and at, um, at Princeton, where I did my undergrad, there's this sort of passionate intellectual engagement with the Catholic tradition, you know, and there's many times by reading the Fathers of the Church or um, some of the more recent doctors of the church, like Therese of Lisieux, Catherine of Siena, not necessarily just fathers of the church, but also sometimes female doctors of the church, but people will really find intellectual or spiritual light or clarity that they're seeking. And this will really, I've seen people have sort of a a transfigured intellectual experience that sort of dovetails with their studies in a really special way. And so often that's another that's another factor that draws people to to make the decision to to convert to Catholicism. So you Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask. So like, how has your faith played a role in your college experience? I mean, coming into college, I had wanted to make faith an important part of my life. I wanted to prioritize mm-hmm. faith, but I didn't know if that was going to happen because I, as has been mentioned earlier, like we've we've now mentioned this multiple times. Like I was, I, my family was Catholic. I got involved with Calvert House pretty early. I have tried to be involved both as a uh, elector, Eucharistic minister, and sacristan, so helping out with Mass, 
by being present at Calvert House and by being a part of the Catholic Students Association, which does a good amount of events, Mm -hmm. a large amount of events at Calvert House. So I've run retreats for the past couple of years and president this year. And then peer ministry has been a really, actually important part of my time at UChicago. Essentially, uh, the peer ministers at Calvert House are a group of student leaders who work, are supposed to be leaders and are leaders in the in the Calvert House community, um, both just through their presence and also being available for questions. Um, and having both peer ministry in the CSA and Calvert House be such a constant for me every year. It's uh, Calvert House is something that I've been present at and involved at all four years of my college experience. It, it's allowed me mm-hmm. and encouraged me and pushed me to make sure that faith is an important part of my life, which, again, as a Catholic, it should be. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it needs to be. And it, it, it deserves to be there, and God should be the center of your life. And Calvert House has been that like guiding star that has mm-hmm. allowed me to continue to prioritize my Catholic faith in college. Um, and hopefully help others to do the same. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would say similarly to Addison. Yeah, practicing the Catholic faith in a way that, that Calvert House enables me to do here in grad school has helped me sort of con- continue this journey of developing like a life of prayer um, and also making sure that that life of prayer is united with my life as a student. You know, so... Um, it's always a struggle and nobody's perfect and I'm not perfect for sure. Um, but, you know, but like struggling, like, okay, is the tone of my conversations, say when I'm with my department or with my classmates or with other friends, am I gossiping? Am I giving into negativity or am I really trying to live those values that I engage with in the practice of my faith and just sort of slowly trying to draw those things together so that what I do and the work that I do and the friendships that I make around campus are all united with this with this Christian journey such that the work that I do is not separate from my life of prayer, my engagement as a Catholic at Calvert House, and that it's really all one thing that, that can sort of interpollinate almost um, and just sort of um, make for a more united uh, a more united life and a life that can be of service to others. I feel like I've been answering most of these questions very internally, like mm-hmm. what the Catholic faith has meant for me, whereas most of the time I think of living out your faith as, a, as an external thing, mm-hmm. as something that you're, like, as you mentioned, like, that you're doing every yeah, day. Like, it is, right. it's 100% both. Coward House provide, has provided me with the opportunity to live my faith externally yeah. as well, um, yeah. both with other people on campus um, through the variety of opportunities to love your neighbor through through service. and mm-hmm. Calvert House, I would say, is, is outstanding at offering a variety of ways in which to in which to sort of enrich your life as a Catholic and also to share that life with others. Like there's RCAA, there are ways of um, growing in your knowledge of the faith. There are ways of um, connecting with Christ through the sacraments of confession and the Eucharist. There are plenty of service opportunities. Um, I think of the homeless food run, which mm-hmm. Calvert is a separate RSO, I believe, right? But it's, it's not Catholic Student Association, but it, right. it's hosted at Calvert. It's House. hosted at Calvert House or um, the service project with the visitation mm-hmm. um, school children. Um, there are really countless different ways, and, and they put together, they form like a really, um, a really rich variety of offerings. If students wanted to get involved with Calvert House and the things you guys were talking about, how can they do that? 
uh, if students are undergrads um, or grad students, they can yeah. feel free to reach out to me um, or the Catholic yeah. Students Association. Um, they can also feel free to walk into Calvert House. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, staff are always there and are right. always happy to answer questions. Um, I mean, pretty much any way you can imagine email, like... Right. I would say I'm sure Addison yeah. and I would both be happy to, to connect with someone by, by email and, um, you know, invite them over and um, introduce them maybe to Father Andrew, who's our chaplain, and to Matt Moran, who's our as- associate director of Calvert House. Awesome. Thank you, guys. That's Thank, really you. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quadcast. I'm Jack Cruz Alvarez. A special thanks goes out to the Logan Cage staff for providing audio equipment. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you don't miss next week's episode of Quadcast.